her lover stops aging and is yeah jacob is yeah grown man yeah (laughs) grown man grown man stop growing for baby demon (laughs) who grows fast so they can be couple sooner yeah even (laughs) though she probably has the mental capacity of a two-year-old yeah we don't talk about what her brain matures at just her body just her body Welcome to the Book Jar Podcast, where both me and my friend Megan talk about book-related news and topics on a bi-weekly basis. How are you today, Megan? I'm doing swell. How are you? I'm doing good. I So every week, I and I've mentioned this before, I need to rework the intro, so I say my name. Did you not say I your name? I don't say my name. Oh, I never noticed that before. So it's Marissa. That's awkward now. I think... <laughs> Sometimes I do, but I feel like I shove it in there really awkwardly. I need to like rework it nicer. Yeah. Make it more natural. More natural. I was hoping it would just like develop over time, but instead I just kept saying the same thing. Yeah, you kind of got in a habit now and now you yeah. got to... Now I got to get out of the habit and get into a better habit. Yeah, because they're probably like, oh, this podcast with unknown, unknown person and Megan. female and Megan. <laughs> Some woman and Megan. That's yeah. what we should have called the podcast. Some woman and Megan. Some woman and Megan. <laughs> we read books. Some women and Megan (laughs) read books. (laughs) It's a new woman every time. You don't know. How would you know? I could throw my voice every time. Oh. Yeah, that's what we should have done. And then it would just been like Megan and guest, but unknown guest. Megan and some woman. All right. Well, it's too late now. It's too late now. I have to figure out how to say my name in it. We're committed. We've been doing this for well over a year. She says with a question mark. I was like, (laughs) I don't exactly know when we started, but it's... It's something like that. It's getting close. That sounded right. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, shall we talk about our most recent reads? Sure. I have the short list yeah, this time and lately. And this is lately. like a weird trend for me, which I'm not enjoying. Weird trend for you. Weird trend for me. I, I will say, so I've been reading a lot of like manga on oh, my good. apps mm-hmm. and like webtoons. Mm-hmm. And I never, I sometimes I count them towards my reading goal, but I never count them till they're like finished because they come out like one week at a time and like you're just reading them for like years. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want these books on my like currently right. reading for years. So like, I think I'll eventually count some of the ones I'm reading because I've been reading them for a while. Like they're large. They're, they're a project to read. Um, and unfortunately, I can only read them a week at a time. I feel like I've been doing a lot more of that, but that doesn't count towards my goals. Yeah. So right now, the, so the actual physically written goals. Yeah. So my Storygraph app, it's just like at some point, it's just gonna be like, hey, get on this <laughs> when yeah. I sign in. Right now, it's telling me I'm 13 books behind my yeah. goal, which is I'm gonna say that now because I'm still gonna meet it. I know I'm gonna meet yeah. it. Like yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah. happen. I just feel like you know when you're like playing a video game or doing something and they're like, I wonder what would happen if I just stand still. Like, will something come and kill me? Like, I feel like that's That's what I'm doing. That's what you're doing. You're like, I wonder if I just like don't read what will happen on Storygraph. Like, will it like just sound an alarm? What is my idle animation? Yeah. When I'm not reading. Yeah. Like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Are they going to like prompt me forward? Is the the controller just going to disconnect? Like what's going to happen yeah. first? Are they just going to skip ahead to where you've read 20 books? Like- you know what? That's 
that's a better thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that as an excuse. So I haven't been reading because I'm just trying to see what Storygraph will do if I fall for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's an experiment. It's an experiment. We're just trying to test the boundaries. <laughs> test the boundaries. See how far I can go. I'm also also just like I'm putting my reading goal on hard level. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like instead of spreading it out of like how many books can let's I read do, let's in do November and December? Let's the highest difficulty possible. <laughs> That's what I like to do. Yeah, yeah. Whereas me, I'm like, I'm just here for the story. I'm just along for the ride. I'm just along for the ride. If you put too much pressure on me, I will stop reading. Yeah. So we're just going to take it bit by bit. Exactly. Proud of you, though, because you've been Thank chewing you. consistently through books. Thank you. Chewing. Yep. That's the word. Is that how it feels? <laughs> yeah. It's like, so the one book that I finished was um, Thomas King's Green Grass Running Water. And I think I've been reading that for a while. No, but that's fine because like that one is one that might take a while. Yeah, it was definitely like, I would say the last 100 pages I like flew through. Mm-hmm. But it was like, like you said, it was like just just chewing, just chewing trying to get through, through that there. Book. It was good. Was it a savory meal at the end? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm gonna push this metaphor as far as it can go. Savory, maybe a little bit of sweetness at the end there. Sweet. It was like just delicious, just delicious. Um, yeah. Honestly, like I had like so. There's a lot of like metaphors and a lot of like. Uh, you might have to correct me on the term here. I want to say allegory. Is that the word that I want? Allegory. Like what's illusion? Illusion. 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 That's the term that I want to like. like, I don't think there's, I don't recall an abundance of allegory. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is why we have you here. This is is why we have some woman on here, right? Some woman, Um, yeah. She's very important. (laughs) Yeah. She corrects me when I'm wrong. Uh, But yeah, so there's a lot of allusions to like real life things that have happened. Right. Yeah. And like some of it I like clued in on and I was like, oh, interesting, interesting, interesting. And then like literally I had to read. So like in the book, it actually like goes through like what he meant by like this character, Mm -hmm. what he meant by this um, story or whatever. Mm -hmm. And there was one referring to like Fort Marion or something in Florida Mm-hmm. And I didn't clue on to it at all that like this psych hospital that's in Florida was supposed to represent Fort Marion. Mm-hmm. And like I didn't clue in at all the whole book. And then I like read like this legend in the back and I just like stopped for legit a minute. And I'm like, just I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, that was amazing. I, was like, I did not clue in on that one i thought i was pretty smart here but that one got me i kind of love those moments though because you're sitting there and you're like there's a whole other level Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it just makes the book so much richer and that's what i enjoy about those kinds of reads yeah like i feel like if i ever reread it i would definitely like get a deeper meaning out. yeah it's a book i would reread yeah because you can reread it multiple times and always come out with something a little bit more yeah Yeah, and it was, like, helpful to have that legend at the end. Yeah. But I think, like, knowing exactly what it's referring to while I was reading it would have been, like, more helpful than being after the fact and being, like, oh, like, that's why. Like, there was just, like, a lot of interesting imagery, and then I'm, like, I didn't fully understand it. Mm -hmm. Like, I was kind of getting the themes and stuff, but, yeah, like, after I read all that, I was, like, oh, Oh, that's so what that is. clever, Thomas King. <laughs> what a clever man. <laughs> clever, clever. Um, and then the other book I read, which was like a much more lighter read, was The Luminaries by Susan Denard. Okay, very fun. 
which I like posted on our Discord because yes. I was like pretty excited about it. And I did it like it did remind me of Ninth House by Leo Bardugo a yes. little bit and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. So I was really excited when you told me this because I was like, hmm. That's like selling me on it. Yeah. Me with my zero books read in the past <laughs> yeah. two weeks. Like, I really want to get my TBR. hands on that one. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I'm just so, make that TBR a little longer. <laughs> just a little bit. Won't I'm hurt so anyone. glad I picked it up because it's just like an easy read. And it's like, it's just about this like 16 year old girl who like lives in this kind of like, like, like secluded town where there's these nightmares mm-hmm. that live in the forest. So like. Yeah like basilisks and like banshees like that kind of a stuff so it's like kind of fun mm-hmm. and yeah like immediately i was just like okay 16 year old girl doing trials to become a nightmare hunter like straight up buffy the vampire straight slayer. up buffy yeah and it was like has like a really like kind of cute slow burn romance like it's not very prominent at all which i really like susan denard's like how she approaches romance and stuff like that right so I loved it. And like, there's going to be a book too. And I just like put it down. I'm like, you s- like, I have to wait. You're telling me I have to wait for the second book. Ooh, I love that though. <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah. I like how many series I've started recently where I'm like, oh, that was good enough. I would read the second one and then I never even go in and get it. Mm-hmm. And then there's the couple that I'm like, how dare you not already have it published? Right. Like, how dare this not already be in my hands? I know. And there's like the pre-order option to pre-order it now like the second book and i'm like did you i haven't because i've i've never been a person who pre-orders unless i like i'm like so excited but i feel like i I feel like you're so excited i know i need to start doing it because then i'll just never get it or i'll wait till it's like on sale which is fine but it's just like also like the hype does wear down and then you like yeah buy it yeah because i also i know you and you're like if you can think of a reason not to buy the book you're gonna be like I don't need it. Yeah. I'll be like, I have so many other books I need to read. What do you mean? And then you're going to be like, oh, that's all I want to (laughs) read. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know, like I'm definitely like a mood reader. So who knows? I feel like I should just get it. So I have it. Yeah. Or I'll have it. It's also like a nice little treat because you kind of forget about it. And then it just shows up. Yeah. Or they send you an email and they're like, hey, this is on the way. And you're like, yeah, I totally remember. (laughs) Thanks, past me. Thanks, past me. That was a nice little gift. Yeah. That was a nice little surprise. On that note, my book box shipped. I think I told you this already. I'm super excited. I'm hoping it'll be this here this week. But yeah, the first one is like so exciting and it's like so anxiety inducing. I feel like (laughs) you want it so bad. Well, and it's like I'm going on like track shipment and it just it's just like has the guesstimates of when it's yeah. And you're like, no, I need more. I need an accurate exact date. I need an exact time. Yeah. And it goes from like Toronto to BC and I'm like we're in the middle how did you stop it off you could have dropped off in my house (laughs) just like it's like rude just give me a ring i'll i'll grab it <laughs> yeah. off the you don't even have to stop just i will throw go to it the, the airport or wherever <laughs> you guys stop i yeah. will be there it's totally fine totally how things work yeah so right, well that's a pretty good like that's, that's like a book a week that's awesome yeah i yeah i've been doing pretty consistent that's i think awesome. i'm averaging like three books a month ish mm-hmm. and i am ahead of my goal so far fantastic how and does I'm that feel really good <laughs> really good sorry <laughs> it's okay <laughs> i I'm, I'm actually really excited like it does make me excited because i know one month i'm gonna be like so i read i didn't do anything else like yeah. i haven't i haven't i haven't done anything i haven't accomplished anything i read 14 books and yeah. i'm actually ahead of my goal again so yeah and what makes me excited is i like 
I'm like living through you because then you can tell me about all 25 million books you've read. I read in like a week. <laughs> and then I'll be like, I'm going to add that to my TBR whenever I get to it. <laughs> whenever I feel ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. All right. Shall we transition into our topic for today? Let's do it. All right. So our topic is if you could make one small change to a book to improve it, what would the change be? I took some liberties on small. Yeah. I kind of like... Actually, let me let me read the real one. Uh, yeah, so if you can make a change to the book um, to improve on it for your own preference or anything like that, and this is from the nerdy teacher on Instagram. So I have some thoughts. <laughs> got some thoughts. <laughs> I got in some there? thoughts. I know we have the same thought. Yes, for one series. Yeah, I don't know if you want to start there or if you want to finish the sentence. I clearly interrupted. <laughs> what was I going to say? I don't know. Um. I didn't wait around to find out. <laughs> You're like, screw you, Megan. I'm yeah, powering yeah, That's forward. my attitude at all times. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, like, you know what? The nerdy teacher here. You're obviously a teacher. Let's just say that. Yeah. yeah. This was, it to was me, thought-provoking. It was very thought-provoking, a little bit tricky. I initially started with doing, like, very... Obvious ones. Very obvious ones. Very, like... There's a couple of those on my list, but I, yeah. I, I did try to take, like, a twist on them. Yeah. I think, like, you're going to have more of a twist than me. Like, I really... I don't know. Like, I think it'll be interesting to <laughs> talk about that's it. that's true. Well, Some of mine are also really sassy. Like, I clearly was unhappy. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I don't like Like, everything this. was great except for this one stupid part. <laughs> yeah. And so, I don't know. I think it'll be fun to, you know, get into it. All right. I want to start with the one that I know, because we, we did mention that. Yes. I think we both knew we were going to talk about this one. So, it's Cres- not Crescent City. City of Bones. Not the same maybe i need you to know i wrote crescent city i wrote crescent you wrote it i wrote it and i you know what serge was i apologize for that one so also anytime i was thinking of the city of the bones i was going straight to crescent city in my mind so Mm -hmm. i don't know what it is i don't know if it's the sea i don't know if it's because it's like the urban fantasy it is both sea they both have city in it and also they're both urban fantasy yeah so i feel like it's it's easy to confuse them for sure yeah so anyways, continue. Uh, so City of Bones, which is, I mean, I, I left, this was this was my shortest description of what I would change, which is no incest or pretend incest. Yeah. Yeah. No, because somehow she, love is what I have. Yeah. Cisper love. <laughs> it's like not here for it. I think, I think I would be less irritated. Mm-hmm. And I want, I want to say this carefully. But I think I would be less irritated if it had been like, oh, they are brother and sister. And then that was it for that romance storyline. Yeah, just completely And they were like, ooh, that was gross. And we need to separate now Mm because this is weird. And them navigating that would have been more interesting to me than the are they or are they not brother and sister mm-hmm. that it became. I think that's what made me the most upset. It was it was like they they are brother and sister, but they might not be, but then they are for sure. Mm-hmm, they are for sure. Also, you know, like then there's this new character who's supposed to be the romance interest, but then that's, oh, plot twist. That's actually her brother. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, <laughs> Jace is not her brother, but then it's like implied that they still might be somehow. Like, I felt like it, yes. she toyed with it a lot. I, so, I mean, I already told you this. I have a theory and like obviously like I know Cassandra Clare came out of why her reasonings were for this incesty vibe which I will say so 
I I read an interview mm-hmm. with her, and the 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 reason she said she explored incest was the reason that all authors explored taboo subjects because they're interesting. You know, a YA fantasy novel <laughs> is probably not the place to that's, explore. That's kind of my gist of it. Like, I feel like if yeah. you wanted... Alternatively, the other change that could have been made personally is don't make it young adult then. Yeah. Like, make this like a adult fantasy and keep most of it the same, but make it a little darker, make it a little heavier, make it like more severe. Like, go all in because like... I don't know. Like, I don't like how I read this whole book, like, rooting for this couple. And then Mm -hmm. you're like, stab me in the heart. Well, stab me in the heart and then, like, yank out the knife and it turns out I wasn't stabbed. But then I was stabbed and then you re-stabbed me and then... Yeah, just continuously in the same spot over and over again. Um, So, like, my theory initially, before you told me that in her interview... Yes. um, ...was that she sold the book thought it was going to be a standalone mm. and she was like hey what kind of twist can i add to this to like just leave for, th- for the intrigue for the intrigue to be different mm-hmm. and then she sold books two and three and she was like playing around with clary with her friend simon that didn't really work out and she's like you know what like i just can't keep her and jace apart like i just love writing them i love them together yeah. how can i revert this how can i undo everything i just did how can i undo everything that i just did in the first book and then because really we don't see or sebastian slash jonathan until the third book there's no i don't even know if there's a mention of him in the second book like i can't remember i don't know if you remember i think there i think there's hints there's hints but i feel like it's not super obvious so like we don't see him until the third book and even then he kisses her they're still incest with her real brother Yeah, that's what i mean like that's why I said no incest or fake incest. Like, yeah, it was the like, it's legit. It was like she went out of her way to make the incest still appear. Yeah. So I just like, they're not actually brother and sister. But guess what? She still kissed her real brother. Yeah. Got ya. <laughs> Anyways, so I feel like that's was like one of my theories. The other theory was just like to have like that red herring, like, we don't know whose father is the bad guy or like we like mm. just to kind of play back and forth to do something different. But I just felt like overall you could take out this incest storyline, fake incest storyline, and it wouldn't change the plot in any way. Yeah, I think that's like the other issue with it, right? Like it's like it was was it even that important to add? Did you yeah. even and also I, I I disagree with like her being like, oh, I just want to explore incest because it's like an interesting topic or whatever because it's taboo. It's like, yeah, okay, but you didn't really explore it. No. Like you you just put it in there and then you were like, jokes, they're not like that was that <laughs> I don't personally that's not really exploring it. Like it's like no. really weird. I think you could they could have like she could have delved more into their actual emotions of like struggling with that like oh i have this physical attraction which like to someone who's supposedly my brother i guess she kind of did but like i just didn't think it was that i don't know i don't, I don't think it was like yeah interesting. And it i don't was just know. like really but cooled then, me off of the books to be honest with you <laughs> no i agree like i don't think i'd really recommend them because of that and like the only so i like deep dived into them because i was like hey like there must have been a purpose and the only thing that like kind of referred well, it didn't even have to be incesty because, like, in the second book, I think, like, Clary and Simon are 
dating or they're like, I don't know, on a break. I don't know. Yeah. But Clary and Jace kiss again. Yeah. And then Simon runs off and that's how he like becomes a vampire. So it's just like, or daywalker, whatever they call him. Quote unquote vampire. Quote unquote vampire. Um, <laughs> anyway, spoilers if you haven't read the series. <laughs> and, um, it's a little too late for that. And anyways, so it's just like, I thought maybe that, but at the same time, like you still. You could have substituted like almost anyone could, in there yeah. for that scene. Like it didn't yeah. need to be a brother or sister yeah. thing. I, don't know. I think the worst part about this, and I think I've told you this, but I don't know if you recall it, but it was actually started as a Ron Ginny. Oh, yes. I think you yeah, yeah. You mentioned that. It was a Ron Ginny uh, <laughs> fanfic. Fanfic. Thank you. And that was the core of like how this came into being. And it's interesting because I deep dove Cassandra Clare the one day and I found, cause she took it down and, but somebody like internet is forever. So somebody had it obviously. And they, I read some of it and it is messed. It is like, that one is real messed. It is like <laughs> dark. Uh, there's this whole like, it's real weird how Ron and Ginny end up hooking up. Hmm. And yeah, and it doesn't read anything like City of Bones. Like, and it was, it, I was like, why do you want to write about this so bad? Like, I mm-hmm. I get the taboo thing, but then again, like, I really think then you have to push the envelope further and not make it a young adult book. Like, I just, I don't yeah. really get that. Yeah. And also, like, the Ron Ginny one almost seemed to like be a little bit darker and stuff like that. And I was like, it it's appalling. But like that was at least a little bit more interesting because you you pushed it a bit further. I don't know. But it's all just not great. It's all just not great. <laughs> it's not great. It's so I would take out the well incest. And I think without yeah. the incest, the- it would have been a series I finished. Yeah. I don't know if it'd be my favorite. I don't know if anything like that. But I, it would have been a series that I finished. Did you finish all three books? Like the original, There's more. Yeah, like the original trilogy. She kind of has like two trilogies of yeah. the original people, but I didn't finish. I didn't do the next three. I didn't do... I mean, I've not touched a single book in that series no. outside of the first three, I'm pretty sure. I... Yeah, I have not. They were so big, too. It was they hard were, to avoid. Yeah. I think I read... Like, she started like like kind of like a prequel series. I think I read the first book of that, but it wasn't wasn't for me. wasn't for you. Um... But I think like if I had to change, like actually like, I don't know, make something a little bit different in the book, I would say like introduce like Sebastian sooner in the series instead of having him like oh, yeah. fully so revealed you're gonna, in like, book three. Just like, I don't know, maybe lean into I just, more. I just think there could have been other reasons why Jace and Clary felt the need to break off the relationship. Yeah. Because that was kind of the important part. Like, I think... And also him kind of changing yeah. sides. Although that felt really insincere, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I never really thought he was like... Like, I was supposed to believe this man turned evil suddenly? No. Um, <laughs> no. No. I feel like I would have just loved if they weren't brother and sister. Like, I, I know yeah. that's a boring... But I think, like, if you didn't tell me originally that Clary's dad was Valentine... Yeah. And then at the end, the big twist was he's Jace's dad, but you didn't know that Clary, that like it was actually Clary's dad, but yeah. Jace thought Valentine was his dad. And he was like, 
we can't be together because yes, that would have been just as much that would have been so much better than being like oh sh- we can't be together because our dad like we have the same dad yeah and mom i guess at that point they thought but i don't know like i just feel like yeah the book could have been done without the incest i will say if you're not going to take out the incest then i don't think it should have been fake yeah either either or either or yeah it should have been like that was actually the and don't play around with it don't play around with it like yeah if you're going for the shock you got to commit and i feel like that was the problem yeah because it's like i don't like reading something and being like like the scene where they make out as brother and sister Mm. I, i like that's scarred my like yeah. 15 year old brain yeah and they were just like it changed we'll me. be fine like we can be together and then no 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 honey <laughs> no none me. of this is how this works <laughs> I just it changed me it changed me as a 15 year old <laughs> could never was never the same all right uh i think that's enough about uh cassandra yeah, claire and the that. incest <laughs> of her books uh so the next one i have it's another big book that i do want to talk about so it's twilight okay so Mm. i would love Mm -hmm. and i would reread the twilight books if they were rewritten through the lens of the horror genre that would be cool so everything happens the same but instead of it being like a romance it's Mm -hmm. like this is you're just slowly watching this girl's life fall apart Mm -hmm. and because she's uncontrollably in love with this vampire who is using his vampire charm to take over her life and convince her it's a good thing, but you know it's not. Yeah. And I think, so like, love that idea, but also I feel like Stephanie Meyer was just like, how can I like be different and have vampires be not this big, scary, bad thing? Yeah, but then they are. But then they are, but then they also are sparkly. And like, I know it's a joke in the community of sparkly vampires, but really, it's weird. Yeah, I will say, so I'm on vamp- vampire TikTok. I'm on Twilight TikTok, <laughs> which is really weird. It's like a whole bunch of people deep diving Twilight. Okay. And they like hate themselves for it, which is the funny part. <laughs> but there's this one girl and she deep dives it. And so she points out that in the books, it's actually supposed to be horrifying. The sparkliness. The sparkliness, because it's written as though the first time Bella sees him, she thinks he's on fire. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's so much more interesting. Yeah. And I feel like the reduction to, oh, it's just sparkles was a little lame. But the idea that if somebody saw a vampire in the daylight, it to the human brain looked like they were on fire. Yeah. That is horrifying. Yeah. Like that is actually horrifying. That explains a lot of the myths around it. Mm hmm why they look like they're burning but they're not lots of vampires who probably played with that over the course of history and you know torturing humans by like showcasing them on fire like all that kind of stuff gets played into that but i feel like she couldn't commit to this fact that they actually did look horrifying she was like but he's beautiful like bella was like oh he's beautiful he's not like really and i think that was fully a a monster that was a moment where like you could have just committed to like the fact that he looked like he was on fire yeah. And not have Bella turn around and be like, oh, he's beautiful. But how cool would it be if it was from the horror angle where it was like to Bella's human brain? She literally thought that Edward was like melting. Like and like describing the descriptions of like yes. how that would yeah. look. Like that gives me like Stephen King, the shining vibes. Yeah. Like I think that'd be so cool. And then if you think so, if you think about everything that's happening and 
instead of us being on like team Edward or like thinking that that's even a viable option, you're just like, girl, get like, figure it out. Like Mm -hmm. then it switches everything because Jacob becomes like a much more interesting character because he's trying to save Bella and he is like potentially the right option for her. Yeah. Um, Which I was not, I did not have that opinion 12 years ago. So that's (laughs) a fun thing. Yeah. But I definitely think that that just brings like another level to it. I think the other thing that would have been more interesting, and this is uh, this is from being on Twilight TikTok for sure, because there's been a couple of people who are like posed what ifs. Mm-hmm. But I think it would have been interesting to see Bella choose Jacob because there's this whole thing where she has to like be turned into a vampire or else the Vulturi are going to kill her or some unknown threat, really. Mm-hmm. And I think having her choose Jacob and that be, it actually heightens everything else that happens throughout the series. Because now when the Volturi come, she's not a vampire. Yeah. So it is actually like this defending of Bella because she's human and she's more fragile, but she's surrounded by werewolves. So like, who's going to win that fight? Also, is there some sort of like um, implication for these like higher or like more intense vampires being near the werewolves are more of them going to turn. Is this going to like, what, like what would happen? I think that would be a lot more interesting to read. Yeah. Than um, the demon baby. <laughs> demon baby who grows at exponential speeds. Right. And her lover is, stops aging and is, yeah. Jacob is. Yeah. Grown man. Yeah, grown man. Grown man, stop growing for baby demon. <laughs> Who grows fast so they can be couple sooner. Yeah, even <laughs> though she probably has the mental capacity of a two-year-old. Yeah, we don't talk about what her brain matures at, just her body. Just her body. Because that's a great way to look at women. <laughs> there's so, so There's wrong. so many things that I, like... This is why I'm saying, like, I think the only way to fix Twilight making one change is to, like, have it written as a horror. Yeah. And it changes everything to not be as awful. I think that'd be super cool. Interesting, right? Yeah. And I think that you should write it. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to all read it. And then enjoy it. And enjoy it. And Perfect. I think, yeah, it would just be, I don't know. There's so much, I think, Twilight, like, was such a... There was so much potential. There's so much potential and like you know what stephanie meyer i'm not trying to like hate on her but i just feel like she wasn't the person to write it at that she time. was desperately in love with edward and you can tell yeah like i just feel like if she wrote it again i would hope that she i will say from people who have read like midnight i think it's midnight sun that's from edward's perspective yeah uh that one people who have read it, it they they think it's hilarious um, what Edward is thinking at the same time that Bella is thinking. Because mm-hmm. like the famous lab scene where he's like getting, like he's like, I want to kill her because she smells so good. And she's like, he hates me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the contrasting those two perspectives. So somebody said they read them right next to each other. And it was like really funny because she's like, oh, does my breast smell bad? And he's like, apparently just envisioning the many million ways he could unalive her and her classmates. Yeah. In that moment. <laughs> and 
And he's just like, I could decapitate her and kill everyone before they even had a chance to move. And then I could slowly drain her body of blood. And it's like, she's like, oh, he hates me. It's like, yeah, he kind of does. Yeah. And I feel like this just feeds into the fact that it is kind of a horror story. It's it's not it's not a fairy tale. Mm -mm. It's not a good thing. He wanted to kill her. Yeah. I feel like we all forget that. I just. Yeah. Like, I could totally see it just being a horror. And, like, can we talk about that scene in the movie, in from the last movie? I can't remember which one, but it's when they're doing the war and everyone dies. And then it ends up being, like, just a vision of Alice's. But, like, can that's the best scene in the whole Yeah, so I said movie. this. I don't know. I, th- I feel like I said this, but maybe this was on in the book club that we do. Uh, so me and my partner watched it recently mm-hmm. and he's never so he read Twilight initially which is really interesting uh, and he had never seen any of the movies so we watched the first one and he was like that was terrible and I was like you don't even know You're what terrible is terrible should not be in your vocabulary yeah. <laughs> and then we watched them all the way through and I was so excited for this last scene in the fifth movie, so mm-hmm. part part two of Breaking Dawn, yes, that's which it. did not need to be split into two by any means, but whatever. And he was so into it, and I was like, "He's gonna be so pissed," and he was. He was pissed. He yeah. was like, he got up. He was pacing our <laughs> like living room. He was. He was like, "Are you effing kidding me?" Like he was mad, and I was like, "Yeah, that's." That's an appropriate reaction. Because yeah, if it was like an actual horror movie or book, that would have been like a bomb scene. Yeah. And then you go and be like, just kidding. Like, even like not having that in is like, it's almost like Bella is getting freed. And then it's like, no, they actually like leave her with these Cullens. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like the implications are so much higher, I think. Yeah. No. Okay. I, th- I do think we should move on though to like some of the <laughs> other ones. Uh, what was the next one in your list? Okay, next one I have, um, Fallen Kingdoms by Morgan Rhodes. Okay. Um, kind of like same fake incest kind of vibes again. It's Megan's job to rid the world of incest. Yeah, I'm going to find every single book and just tell you not to read them. <laughs> um, just kidding. But anyway, so in this one, there are two characters. Mm-hmm. The two main characters. Well, there's four main characters. So two of them are raised as siblings. You find out that the girl was actually kidnapped and just raised as this king's daughter alongside his son. His son ends up falling in love with her and he's just like fighting his feelings, like mm-hmm. all of this stuff. And then he finds out, well, they eventually find out that they're not blood related like related siblings but they were raised as siblings so like to me that's still like uncomfy mm-hmm. and he like ends up like kissing her and like confessing his feelings and basically like validating like hey it's fine because we aren't blood related and i didn't like that <laughs> I, I was not a fan i was not a fan of that and basically the female character is like peace bro that was weird <laughs> i'm out he's like actually no <laughs> thank you it's like i don't like it so i would like that removed because again as with city of bones wasn't necessary yeah and I, by removed you mean the incest part and not her being like you're weird yeah not that part like the incest part and yeah. i think that what could have been done 
so like i again like i deep dived into the series and i was like could this have like helped in any way further and like the only time that it kind of comes up is in like the third or fourth book she like tries to manipulate him and be like mm-hmm. to get some answers from him and she's like oh, i do love you like i do want to be together and like mm-hmm. trying to get this truth out of him by but by that point she's like this really strong sorceress and she ends up like he ends up not like falling for it but she just takes it from him magically anyways so it's like she it tried to so manipulate him so it's just like yeah it wouldn't have mattered so i think like to make it better i think i would have liked it if like maybe she was i don't know like sounds bad but maybe like a third cousin because it's like the royal royal thing i was thinking even just like another like like they didn't put her as the king's daughter it was like i don't know some lord or something yeah like maybe like a lord or like maybe like would have been cute like maybe she was advisor yeah or like a maid or something that like like forbidden love kind of a thing and then Mm. she was like no, I can't be with you because, like, you're the king's son and, like, or something like that. And then, like, t- could have had, like, a legit reason why, like, she didn't love him. I don't know. I had an- I had another reason and then I can't find it now. So. Okay. But, yeah, anyways. Yeah, I, I think- feel like, I feel like there's ways around the incest. I sh- there could have been. <laughs> and I think, like, the only thing I can, I don't want to justify incest, <laughs> but, like, for this writer to put it in here but the only thing i think of is like she just really wanted to show how like bad this character was that he was like to the point that he was like it's fine that i love my sister i mean they kind of do the same thing in like sailor moon yeah right because you have like the whole plot line where like chibi moon turns Mm. into black lady Mm -hmm. and then black lady makes out with uh mamaru or tuxedo mask who is her father yeah and I feel like that moment is to imply how like far gone mm-hmm. Black Lady is. Um, it's still it makes me uncomfy. It's literally my least favorite part of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I agree with using that as like a this is a bad character. But like for in his case, he like has a character arc where he like becomes good. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of like a comparison of being like. At this point, when he was the lowest of his low, he was, like, in love with his sister. But now look at him. <laughs> look now where look he's at gone. But I don't know. Like, I just, again, like. I do. You I know what know. I appreciate about this incest trope, though? That she was like, that's a weird dude. I know. I actually, like, I, at, when I read that and was coming up on this vibe, and I was all I could think of was, like, you know, City of Bones, all of this stuff. And I was like, please, no. Like, I don't want to read. I'm, I'm going to stop reading the series. Yeah. ASAP. But then when she did that, I was like, thank God, at least someone has some, like, intellect in this book. You know what? Like, I would, I would, I would read that over City of Bones. Yeah. Just because the, the female character was like, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're weird. This Love is weird. That. Yeah. So, I mean, it was handled well in that sense, I guess. Yeah. What else you got? Okay. So, I have the Witcher series. Okay. <laughs> sassy this one's really sassy so i I love the witcher i had a little bit of a hard time reading certain scenes because andre sapkowski loves to make any female character in the scene basically a victim of sexual violence Mm. and so the author in my change is only allowed to have female characters who aren't sexual assault (laughs) victims (laughs) 
That's like that's 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 the change I would make. Yeah. Just a broad sweep across the board. Yeah. Everything like else that. can remain the same. It's just he's not allowed to write a female character who has sexual assault trauma. Yeah, like maybe have them be a victim of something else if that's what you need if to that's what you need for some reason. Some, but also yeah. can we just question why your women always need to be victims? Yeah. And just like it's also problematic. But yeah. we could just get rid of all of them being victims of sexual assault that would be perfect i would still i would have finished the series yeah like what's with and i'm not saying all men (laughs) but men writers having like no they love it they love they love love to explore it and it's it's It's, very uncomfy it is uncomfy especially like are you who are you writing for are you writing specifically for men who are gonna read it like you must know women are gonna pick up your book yeah be uncomfy with that it's also men, there was like so many men who were just like it was so nonchalant mm-hmm. that they were gonna rape these women mm-hmm. and so like i just i just think maybe you're not you know what in my in my world where i get to rule and make one rule about uh andre sapkowski's books he's not allowed to talk about sexual assault ever again <laughs> yeah and you know what it improves all of his books tremendously yeah because he doesn't handle it very well in my opinion either as just like a woman mm-hmm. so <laughs> that there's that yeah and it's like it's one thing to like mention it and like have it in your books but if you're not even gonna explore it and like have this person overcome it or like or no, someone... it's like it's like very much in the background as yeah. the, as male characters are doing other things. Yeah, like it's I not even like important. That. Yeah, it's like why did you have to mention it? Why did you have to mention it? Why do we have to be go that far? So that was my that was my change for The Witcher. That's fair. I agree with it. Mm-hmm. I think the publisher should republish it without all those. Yes, descriptions. Yeah, perfect. That's an I'd easy fix. All right. Do you have another one? Yeah. So I have the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Ooh. Um, which you know I love. Which side note, I looked at the casting for the movie. It's coming out in November, mm-hmm. and love it. I'm so excited. I love all the characters. Anyways, I'm excited. Can you tell? Yes. <laughs> so there's a character in the book, and like obviously spoilers. Um, so there's this character, Sejanus Plinth. Mm. He dies. It's sad. <laughs> it's really sad because he's like one of probably one of my favorite, like kind of side characters, sort mm-hmm. of. But like to me, like I just wish he didn't die. But the unfortunate part is I don't think it could have been written in any other way. Yeah. That he didn't die because his death was like such a like important part of like making president snow like it just showed like part of his character so well Mm. like the whole time sejanus is like his like it was a foil character yeah yeah so he's like his complete opposite like yeah in what they believe like all this stuff so it was just like a really good like like dynamic between the two and all the scenes they were in Mm -hmm. and like there are parts where you're like okay snow is like kind of like seeing Sejanus's side of things like all this Mm. stuff but he ends up but then you like find out like no like actually he is devoted to the capital he doesn't care about Sejanus he you know like he's just it's just like it was inevitable that he had to die to make Snow's backstory make sense Mm -hmm. and work with how he ends up being the president so it's just sad 
it's well written and i just wish it didn't have to happen and like, even though it probably did like it ha- yeah like it had to i don't know what else to really say about it like maybe he could have killed like his like female love interest mm. that could have possibly had the same effect effect but also like like i didn't mind her either so you know what i mean like yeah. it's just like one of those things because it's like he, it is a villain story like ultimately it's like mm-hmm. so it's like it like i don't know like i don't know how to change it to be to just make sense mm-hmm. but also i'm sad but also sadness yeah okay i i can i can just, see where that's coming from you see what i mean like i just you know yeah was that your last one that's like my last like main main one okay because yeah. i have i have a couple more that are just like smaller yeah uh so i have royal wedding which is the final installment of the princess diaries series by meg cadet mm-hmm uh, so this one was kind of a deep dive because I looked at it in my like story graph and I was like, wow, I, I wouldn't have thought to bring this one up. But I was I was I was looking for different ones to kind of bring up mm-hmm. it. The the entire series was just like such a cool series to read as a child. And it was one of my favorites. And I reread like so many of the books so many times. So I was really disappointed that it ended with a really clunky pregnancy trope. Mm, no. And. It was one of those that you see like broadcasted from a mile away because it, like I feel like it's really hard to like subtly hint that your character is pregnant without giving it away. So like Mia's just like talking about how much weight she's gaining and her clothes aren't fitting and you're just like you're pregnant like immediately, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, I just thought I was eating too much takeout. And I'm like, I get that. But like the way she was talking about it and she was like really forgetful about like taking birth control and that sort of thing and it was just like really clunky mm-hmm. and i i just i just didn't buy it and i just hated it and you know i also think that you ha- when you have these really young characters so like the whole book is about her and uh michael getting married and so and like you've waited a long time throughout these series for this moment and then it just like immediately ends with their child I'm like, I don't mind her having a kid, but they were still both very young. Like, she was, like, in her, like, early 20s. It's like, I don't know. Her and Michael haven't... They, they aren't even living together at that point. Like, they haven't really done anything together. And I just feel like they... I would have been more interested in hearing just about them and not yeah. about her being pregnant. Mm-hmm. I, You know, why not... We Why don't we have, like, a fake pregnancy trope? That's more interesting. Uh, we do. And it's in The Hunger Games. Yeah, but, like, I mean, like... If it wasn't for the baby, Peta Malark. Okay, but also, like, that was well done. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm... Like, I just think, you know, like, give me the symptoms of pregnancy. Make me believe it's pregnancy. Ooh, I see. Yeah. But it's not actually pregnancy. But you actually were just eating too much takeout. Yeah, like, give me that. <laughs> I want to see that. Or, like, something more I want the anti-trauma ending. I, yeah. want, I want her to take a pregnancy test at the end of the book and be like, oh, I wasn't. Yeah. you're like surprise not pregnant yeah and like that could be like the drama is like they're worried they're pregnant and they're like just kidding i don't know you know what that's fun too i i just think that i don't know someone has to do it you know what i've done so i'll say that that's the change i would have (laughs) made that is it right there she thinks she's pregnant and she's not yeah she's like oh it is she decides you know what now's the time to travel and enjoy my life as a rich royal yeah Like, you, you you know what? Like, I get there's pressures on the royal families to have babies. Mm-hmm. 
But I will also say it's kind of implied that like Mia's mom and her dad, who's like the prince mm-hmm. or of the of or the king of Genovia, um, it's implied that they get back together. And so in order to do that, like in earlier in the series, her mom marries her algebra teacher. Okay. Highly recommend the series, by the way. It's so much fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. Uh, but she kills them off. And she mm. kills them off in between the books. That's weird. So it was like very clear. Like she was also broadcasting like, oh, the mom and dad are going to get back together or like kind of hook up. Mm-hmm. And I just like didn't like that either. I was like, they were both really content. Yeah. Not being together. Like yeah. it's like people can get divorced that be better for them and i feel like she like kind of undid a lot of but that's kind of something that i feel like may cabot ends up doing a lot is she does a lot of work to push certain themes forward and then in the last book she's like jk (laughs) it's fine i was joking this whole time this whole time it's fine good joke so funny (laughs) (laughs) okay so that was kind of my other one i i've i have a couple more but Okay. I don't know if we're going to have time for it because we're... We're running out of time. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, like, I just have, like, a few little ones that I've mentioned before in okay. other podcasts, like mm-hmm. the death cure, that whole... Yeah, that I whole... Just, just, just... It was such a cop-out. I just hated it. I would have liked to see more exploring of this apocalyptic world. Yeah. Them surviving in it, them, like, maybe trying to find a cure and not yeah. just restarting from scratch yeah um my other one is i was here by gail foreman so this is about um a girl who's like trying to figure out why her friend uh killed herself Mm -hmm. and uh it ends with her like kind of not figuring out a whole lot and also dating the guy that her friend was sleeping with and i just i would just take out the entire romance plot because it was so not the point of the book yeah. Uh, and I think it actually ruined the book. I just think if you're going to write about these like intense topics and stuff, like don't make it flippant. Yeah. And or and like you don't have to have romance in every single thing that you write. Yeah. Like I get that you want to write this romance, but maybe do it in a different book or maybe don't make the topic of this one so severe. Yeah, like, I think there's different ways to handle. She could have just been hospitalized. Like, it could have been, like, a lot of things. Yeah. Instead of that, she literally committed suicide, and then she dated her. Her friend yeah. dated her ex. I really don't. That's, like, one trope I really don't like is when friends date their friend's exes or, like, they, like, break up with their current whoever to be with their friend's ex x or like i just i don't could you imagine like it I, I couldn't imagine no like just between you and i if that happened between us we'd have some words i don't this podcast would not be happening anymore let's just say that <laughs> some woman would be some other woman let's be <laughs> let's be clear on that <laughs> but, dang yeah oh <laughs> shoot but yeah like I just, I personally don't love that trope. In yeah, books. it's very uncomfy. No matter if that friend died, that friend moved away, the friend broke up with whoever. Like, I just, I it think makes there's some me lines that can can remain uncrossed. We don't have to cross them. Yeah, like I just don't 
there are boundaries that yeah. exist and, and if, we can have them exactly and if you are gonna have it in your book then let's see the real consequences to yeah, those actions it's not fluffy no it's not fluffy. like let's see the family of that boyfriend be like what the hell why is are happening? you dating our dead daughter's best friend like yeah. seems odd i don't yeah. know yeah yeah totally they were all like for it to my recollection too which was really weird yeah i don't i don't like that what's your next one um my next one um and this is probably my final one um is the burning god by rf kwong like i mentioned mm-hmm. the ending in our previous podcast yes and i just really don't want her friend katai to die and again it's just purely selfish reasons because I really liked him as a character. Mm-hmm. However, I think that, again, it's one of those endings that like it had to end like that or we would be seeing another book mm-hmm. or like some sort of like So spin-off. which one would you have preferred? Like, would you have preferred him to not die and it go on longer or? Let's just say I was kind of done with the series by the time I did get yeah. to the ending. And so I think it's the right choice. I feel like if she kept him alive, something would have happened sooner in that that third book mm. for it to make sense and to like wrap it all up nicely. as nicely yeah. as she could. So it would have been hard. I think like that's definitely one thing that's like if she changed it, it would have had to change like a lot of things. A lot of things. All right. Anything else for you? Yeah. So I have two. So Sailor Moon, I would love... So this isn't mostly like I want to change the original series. I just want it rewritten for mature themes. Okay. Because I think they delve or they touch on like a lot of mature themes and then they kind of like gloss over it. And instead of that, I think it would be interesting to see it like written for adults. Mm -hmm. Because I just think and them as adults as well, which is maybe one change I would make to the actual story. It always made me a little uncomfy that Sailor Moon was... 14 and Mamaru's like in college. I would age up yeah. everyone. Just everyone except for Mamaru. Like I don't yeah, like there's no reason to make her 14, right? Like there's no, no. plot anything. Not really. No. You could make her in like university or college and I I feel like it would actually be much better and again, you could go a little bit further into some of the yeah. the the themes that come up. Because it would be a lot of interesting. So maybe I'll say that instead. And then uh, Akatar, um, the whole series, uh, Sarah J. Moss <laughs> is only allowed to fake one person's death. Yeah. And then That's, it's overdone and, after no, that. No, no, no. And then, <laughs> and then if she says they died, they died. They can't yeah. come back. No, they're yeah. not allowed. So Feyre gets to come back in the first one. Yeah. And then everyone else has to either not be dead or die for real. And that's the change I would make. And it would have made my reading a little bit more enjoyable. And I think that's a good rule for any writer ever out there. If you, you are, can't play with it too much. No. Or any kind of like twist or whatever. If you're doing it that play, same twist over and over again. It plays back into the incest thing, mm. right? Like, like yeah. you got to pick. Yeah. Did, did Rizan die or didn't he? Because we can't keep doing this, Sarah. No. It's, we can't keep no. doing it. You can't. And then it's like you see it coming and it's just like there's the enjoyment gone. Yeah. And the stakes are now impossible to reach and nothing matters anymore because we're just going to revive everyone. Yeah. So, so there's that. There's that. All right. What is up next on your TBR? So I'm currently reading Some Kind of Animal by Maria Romasco Moore. Okay. And this is a book. 
this is a book this is a book guys just so you know um that was six dollars at the bookstore yes has like a like a nice cover mm-hmm. i was kind of suspicious i'm like why is it only six dollars like why aren't you selling what is going on here you know it was only published in 2020 so i feel like the six dollar section is usually for books that are like ancient yeah or don't do well mm-hmm. and so currently i'm i'm like 50 pages in and i'm like i'm gonna give it 100 pages yeah see how i feel the writing's great mm-hmm. i'm enjoying the writing plot interesting mm-hmm. not sure if in a good way or a bad way yet yeah we haven't figured it out yeah mm-hmm. so i mean i'll go more into it when i'm finished and we can talk about it then mm-hmm. what about you so i'm still working on the hunchback of Notre Dame. that book man i haven't picked it up that's the problem that's it's fair. just like i haven't made any progress in it it's not that yeah. it's like taking me a long time i just have not picked it up that's fair so i'm actually at this weird point where i'm wondering if i'm gonna just like set it aside mm-hmm. and then go on to something else or if i'm gonna trek through it because i'm only about three chapters in too so i yes. just feel like maybe maybe we could just set it aside i think you should and i think this was something you talked about at the beginning of the year where you were like it's okay for me to put books to the side and continue yeah, you, you would call me out on my words hey yeah so i'm just putting that out there that put the book down put the yeah book down so you know what bit. maybe i will try something else and you know what has been on my because i in addition to being on twilight tiktok i'm also on <laughs> the hunger games tiktok and i have to skip a few ones every time because of the Mm. uh ballad of songbirds and snakes um because i don't and this is funny because you spoiled a little bit today but that's okay uh but i don't want to get spoiled too hard on it no i won't say nothing else yeah so i i do think that might be a good one to kind of get through soon um and if not i might um i don't know pick up one of the many books that are staring at me right now so from my tbr shelf so we'll see i i think i'm gonna try I think I'm going to put a deadline on it. And if I haven't picked up The Hunchback of Notre Dame by a specific date in like a couple days, mm-hmm. I will just start a new book because it's clearly not what I want to read in the moment. <laughs> so That's a good plan. All right. Shall we draw our next topic? Yeah. Okay. So our topic is what are some reading questions that you've always wanted to ask each other. Mm. Ooh, this is interesting. I feel like we should do like, what do you think? Like 10? 10-ish? 10-ish. It'll probably be... Probably be good? Good. And if if it goes longer and we can't get to them all, I don't know. So I'm thinking of like a variety of questions. I think what might be fun is we don't tell each other beforehand. That'd be what fun. we want to ask just surprise just surprise think on the spot because megan's I'll be like, good at that <laughs> i'll be like megan write me a thousand word <laughs> i would literally ramble my life away yeah <laughs> i would try my best i would try my best <laughs> and then cry um <laughs> <laughs> well probably not you probably yell at me afterwards so <laughs> i'd walk away yeah actually we're gonna find someone else for the podcast <laughs> be some woman and some woman okay (laughs) some woman and some woman too (laughs) thing one and thing two all right perfect uh that's pretty much it for today so do you have anything to add to everyone no i don't think so thanks for listening yeah so if you want more content from us go check us out on instagram we are at the book jar pod we also accept questions for our book jar 
Uh, you can be pretty much anything. So send us your question and we'll put it in the book drawer. And when we draw it, we'll, we'll answer the question. That's pretty much how this works around here. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll do that. And then otherwise, uh, if you think of it and you're willing to, we appreciate uh, leaving a review on this podcast. It helps us find new listeners. Other than that, I will say my words of wisdom for the day are put the book down if you're not enjoying it. Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> all right, perfect. Otherwise, thanks for, so much for listening and that's all. Bye. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Keep on reading on. I'm not going to bring that one back. That was really funny. I enjoyed listening to that one at the end of the last I one. I still haven't listened to it, but I probably should. You really committed to the banjo. I just... But also, it didn't sound like banjo. <laughs> you know, so, I really wish I could do beatboxing. Like, that's one skill that yeah, I wish came right. naturally to me. I feel like it's not something that comes naturally to anyone and people just practice really hard. So I yeah. feel like you could do it. I could. Um, Will I, you? Um, I've tried in the past. Not going to lie. Not great. Not great. And I've watched the YouTube videos. I've done not the great. whole thing. Not great. And, you know, and I'm going to leave the banjo playing to the experts. To the, to the professionals. Yeah. Appreciate that. I'm sure the professionals also appreciate yeah. that. I was at Canadian Tire today. Oh, oh. Because I told you I had the feminine urge to do errands. Yes. And they had a ukulele. And did Did I think about buying it? Yeah. Yes. Did I? My partner plays the ukulele. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. How well? Decent. How come he didn't do our theme song for our podcast? Not that well. Oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Not at the writing your own music stage. (laughs) Okay, fair. That's fair. And everything else is copyrighted. <laughs> what is that song? Is this Somewhere Over the Rainbow that a lot of people play ukulele? Yeah, you can do that one. Uh, he plays a 21 Pilots song. Oh. Yeah. That's crazy. Pretty- 21 Pilots actually uses ukulele for a lot of their songs. I did not know that. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And you have a guitar. I have a guitar. You're looking at it. Yeah. So you could have a ukulele guitar band and yeah. I'll play the banjo. Okay. Wait, you have to actually <laughs> learn it for real. <laughs> you don't like my... No, I don't. My mouth banjo. I love you. I don't love the mouth banjo, which seems like a sin to say. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about That's that. That's not... I don't like that. Take a beatboxing or a real banjo, but you're never allowed be- to say mouth banjo again. <laughs> Okay, I'll be here like kick drum in the background. I'm sure that's an instrument. I'm, I might have kick made drum? it. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> one, one, one pedal. That's yeah. all you can handle. That was it. That was the sound. That's the sound I'll be making. I think we should go. I think we should stop before you try something you'll regret. We don't want you to hurt yourself. Okay. It's the coffee.